on q4.org itunes radio and the TuneIn app just search q4 radio today we have an amazing show lined up as always you know i say that every week and i feel like i should try to say something cooler we had an amazing show this week we have a great show this week we'll figure it out but this week we'll be talking about how tay Diggs resents black women Safari's viral picture that is on the internet. Why are we talking about that? We will be talking about having <laughs> an open mind. And we'll be talking about Nick Cruz some more in uh for politics. We we have to understand why he isn't locked up yet, you know. I don't we haven't really gotten to that yet. And we do have two guests this week. We have special ed. Yeah. And super late Skinny Hendrix. Um he'll get here when he gets here, I guess. But you know me, that kind of takes the unicorn out of my spirit, brings out the Loch Ness Monster. But, you know. <laughs> you know how that goes. Yeah, we, we ain't going to take it there today. But I'm very excited to have a good show with everybody. And we're talking about the safari thing because I honestly want to know from guys, how do penis pictures change the game for y'all? What you know, you like mean? They don't change not, No, but it changes something. But we won't get into it. Just yeah, you know, it's just a good topic though. You know, like I mean, I agree. for women and men, like how do nudes change the game for you? Because the moment something leaks, it's just like, oh my god, I'm on my way to so and so house. You know, like it really turns into this this huge situation. And I I don't know, guys. I just I just think it's necessary. Brandon seems like he wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> no. Also, everybody pray for Brandon. He needs help. His mouth hurt. Yeah, <laughs> big prayers. Yep, you gotta see the dentist. Is that a slim thick hat? Oh no, that's the gang no, hat. You gonna give me one? I thought I did. No, I'll have to take one. I guess. Don't worry, more merch on the way very soon. Very soon. How are you today? I'm blessed. I'm happy to be here. Uh, I was working all day, so this is the come down of the work. This is the ease part. Finally, get to sit down and whatnot. So nice. Hopefully, so you get so to giggle to a little bit too. Absolutely. <laughs> Giggle, giggle, hee, hee, ha, ha. (laughs) 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 But (laughs) before we actually go into um, any conversations, we're just going to go ahead and get the mood set. We're going to let Marie tear the waves up with some music. And then once our second guest gets here, then we can dive on into everything we should be diving into. You ready, Marie? Oh, Marie. Sound. 2 a.m. love, gotta keep it down. Don't wait around for a signal now. 
Give me some verb, I ain't talking down. You wanna ride in the six? You wanna dine in the six? But when I lean for the kiss, you said I'll probably send you some bits. I'm like, hell no, been waiting too long. Hell no, I want that cruel love. Hell no, been waiting too long. Hell no, I want that cruel love. Body in my, losing all my innocence, yeah, body
Soccer, powered by Q4 Radio, one of the best community radio stations in the world. We get international listeners, y'all. That's how lit we are. They be listening from Brazil and Ecuador and the UK. Everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, fun fact, one of the guys who called in from the UK, Chris NY, has been um, selected to be a part of this really big poetry thing over in the UK. So congrats to him. Shout out. Uh, he sent me that personally. Like, I just thought this would be cool to let you know about. But to go on with the show, hey, Ed. How you doing? I asked him, y'all. I'm just going to tell you the truth. I asked him if he was Special Ed because his name is very Special Ed. So I was like, well, is it because you're Special Ed? And he's like, nah. Special in, in every possible way other than that. Yeah, just not the autistic way. You know, I just had to ask, though. You know, Absolutely. Special Ed was that class that all the bad kids were in. Yep. All of them. But let's go ahead and get into a little bit of entertainment talk. So, um... Everybody knows who Tay Diggs is, right? From like all of the black movies. Name the black movies, Brandon. I don't know. Uh, all well, of the I black can sum it up like Tyler Perry. I've done his, all his movies. I don't know. Was it? The wasn't Wood? yeah, The Wood. Best man. Wasn't he in? Uh, wasn't he in uh, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna say the wrong movie right now. No, it's okay. <laughs> Malibu's Most Wanted. I feel like though, right? Wasn't he? As a, cop, <laughs> as a cop, I'm getting people. Oh, he was? Right, exactly. Oh, look, right. see. Yeah, All I remember oh, yeah. from Malibu's most wanted was traffic, traffic, yeah, looking, looking for my traffic. Yeah, oh, I'm getting car sick. Oh, that go a Maverick. Yeah. That's all I remember from that movie. <laughs> but um, anyway, he has recently said in the video that he resents black women. And um, it's because of their opinions of his choices in women. Uh, Tay Diggs dates white women. Um, I believe he was married to a white woman or still at something along the sort. But um, this literally has come out of his mouth where there is some resentment to black women because he feels that they have put him in a position where he can't even talk to white women anymore. Wow. What do you mean they like put him in a position where he can't even talk well, to that's Well, he says that it feels like his preference, he, he feels uncomfortable with his preference now. Because of the way that black women have made him Okay, so feel. was his, like, does he have, like, a specific, like, he has to date white women or, like... Well, that's all he, he dates. He's he's not into black women, period. So he's been like that his whole, like... Yeah, since since whenever, you know. Um, and he says that he feels limited I mean, choice. So like, I'm trying to just, like, as he... Has he dated white women or, like, married white women? Like, has he ever spoken down about black women, like, previously to this statement? Or Um, like, I honestly... I have never heard anything. Like, I haven't heard anything about Tay Diggs saying, like, I don't like black women, even though he dates, like, you know, I've never heard him bash or down talk, like, black women, you know? So I feel like in the in the past few years, like, he's been getting a lot of backlash because of who he is, like, married to. And maybe he has formed a resentment towards black women. I'm not trying to make excuses for him, but... That's that's kind of how it sounds, you know, a little bit. Well, I mean, the way I look at it, I don't know if it's necessary, necessarily a fair thing or not because um, I think what it is is women, black women are probably the most sensitive. Actually, all women, sorry. Women are pretty sensitive, but black women um, can be offended very, very easily when it comes to their men dating outside of the race. Now, Tay Diggs plays in a lot of movies with black women. He's a very powerful man in black 
movies, you know, you don't really see him interacting with in white movies, you know. So the thing is, like, when people see him as an actor, they're like, well, if you're always with black women, why aren't you necessarily with a black woman? So I don't think it's wrong to question it a little bit, but at the same time, it's his preference, you know. Exactly. but I don't. I feel like black women. Like whenever I see like a, a black woman dating a, a white a white guy, like I never see any black women saying, "Oh no, sis!" Like maybe go ahead and get you a breast, sis. Like you, you don't ever hear like no backlash from like like black women marrying a white guy. But you always get like looks or like it's always something said when a black guy dates a white woman. It's like when a black woman does it, she she just upgraded or she just got like got a mm-hmm. prize or something like that. But it's not. It don't work like that when it's reversed. Have you ever dated a, I have. a black woman? I have. And, and uh, how how were you treated as the guy in the relationship? I mean, personally, that was like uh, one of uh, the more expressive relationships, I guess you could say. Uh, like, <laughs> Going yeah, to, to, be, to be honest, like, yeah, that was the, the most, like, active and whatnot. But, uh, I mean, personally, as far as, like, the preference thing, you can't knock anybody for their preference. You can't knock anybody for what they would prefer it's a, it's an opinionated thing like do you think it's fair for him to say he resents black women altogether now i mean your take tay diggs oh guys skinny hendrix is in the building Shout out. gang gang what's up people then we're talking about Tay Diggs and his resentment towards black women he literally say i resent he literally it. said there's resentment because they've made him feel um their opinion of his choice in women have made him feel awkward and uncomfortable when it comes to dating white women now. And that's been his preference since God knows when. Well, I feel like uh, anybody who, like, if you're trying to do something that you just naturally want to do, whether it's, like, go to the store, talk to a, a person, whatever, like, if someone tells you not to do it and they judge you for it, you're going to resent that person, period. And if that's on a bigger scale of it being, like, black women or black people in general, nobody wants to be judged for liking what they like. Man, I've had, like, super recent conversations, especially with Black Panther coming out with motherfuckers being like, oh, can I guess? No, you can't. This is FCC regulated. I got you well with MFers uh, talking about... Ring the bell. Where are the bells? That's our language bell. I got you. That's the last (laughs) one. But, yeah, like, uh, with, with, like, the Black Panther stuff, you know what I mean? Everybody's been really, like, hypersensitive about, like, like, race and, like, like, just the whole little conversation about dating, whatever. But I just recently started watching This Is Us. And I got my whole mind changed because it's about a white family who ended up adopting a black dude because his family leave him on the fire, uh, fire department. So would you date, have you dated white women before? I, all of them. Only Brandon, I have mean, you dated white women? You know me. So like, I mean, yeah, I, okay, this is my thing. Like, being a black male, and I've had like conversations with other black people about this, um, like, you can't help who you like. Like, if I meet a cool white girl, you know what I'm saying, we vibing and, like, the chemistry is there. Absolutely. Well, I'm supposed to be like, no, no, no. This can't go any further. You're a white. Like, you know, like. That's what they going to tell you, that's what they, But that's what they want you to do. Yeah. Like, they want you to, like. And I've, I've heard, like, prominent black speakers speak on, like, yeah, no, don't date outside your race. Dr. Don't. Yeah, like, like, what do you mean? Like, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, as, as I see it, I, I'm a humanist. I feel like we're all here. For a reason, you know, Absolutely. we all humans at the end of the day, like we just, we just see each other's skin color, you mm-hmm. know. But you can date and be who be with who you want to be with. Gee, don't you feel like the more walk a person come off, the more reverse races? I feel like they become. Yeah, crazy. bro. Like, but like I get looked like I get frowned upon when I say stuff like that because it's like, oh, you you're not pro black or you're not bro, this, and you, the FCC I, won't let you be. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like I don't know, man. Like that's a that's a tough that's a tough one because it's a double standard on it, you know. Well, is it a double standard on news? How about this? Safari is. is popular on the on the web right now. 
um, because one of his nudes, I guess, because he sent it to someone. My thing is, you're a celebrity. Celebrities should never send nudes. No. He's not really a celebrity. He's he celebrity enough. He's on Love and Hip Hop. He's one of those people that people pay attention to nowadays. I'm just saying, if you, and, you crack Nicki Minaj and you get a career off that, that's cool, but that's not a celebrity. Well, I mean, he, he is. A celebrity too. is... That's a lot of people don't make celebrities, though. But, well, no, that... Honestly, by terminology, he's a celebrity. Anybody who is on a list, you are a celebrity. We are not on a list right now. But celebrities are people who are known in the media. They are talked about in the media on a consistent basis. Safari's name has been in celebrity-based news for a very long time. So he's just like a lower-level celebrity, you know? A D-list celebrity. I just yeah. Them, I just look at them reality stars not celebrities. Well, but I'm listening. he has a nude that went viral. Um, I, maybe he did it on purpose, maybe not. But what I want to know for the men in the room, I mean, we already know women send nudes and... You know, it's for. Y'all see that one uh, video with the shorties like doing like an arm uh, joint where like they send in like they uh, butt, but it's just they leg. <laughs> and you're trying to finesse the plug. But do nudes change the game? That's the question. When you guys send a nude, anybody doing no does it the change the game? And then how does it affect you if it goes viral? I mean, it depends on like how confident you are in like you. You uh, know what I'm saying? Like if you if you get a nude leaked or whatever, and like. Talking about leaks. Right, you know, somebody, like, throw your nude out there for everybody to see, like, you know, it depends on how confident you are, like, you know you, you know you got it, you know what you know you got it, it might be, like, it might help you, you It's one thing if your face in it, like, so do you think women are more reactive when it comes to their nude being leaked than men? Because, honestly, I never really see men say, like, celebrities that are men, they never really say, oh, I'm gonna sue you for leaking my nude, you know, they just, like, well... Outside of the white celebrities that I feel like when the fappening came out, even Jill Scott, Jill Scott didn't leak her news. That just that was somebody like intruding in her personal life. But like, <laughs> but like most of the time, nobody leaking it. I mean, they nobody like they not getting hacked. They leaking it they self because they want some attention. They ain't want Safari song. Right, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> All right, exactly. I mean, but my thing about it, like you said, every dude, song change the game. Like okay, like dudes like just can't send dick pics. Like you just can't. Like even like. No. I mean, you could, but like most times it's harassment. Like, like oh, you girls about, like unwarranted, right? Yeah, like girls don't want those. Even when you like, I, I've just never heard girls sitting up and enjoying like pictures of penises. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you know how dudes like we ask for news. Like, and I don't love to wake up to a picture of a cute chick with a booty. Like, that. well, I guess like, you know that tells you the truth. There, nudes do not really change the game; they no. just enhance it, right? Absolutely. For girls, for guys, it's totally different. Like, I feel guys Safari I feel got like away. Safari got away with this because he's a he's a celebrity or as a dealer celebrity. If it was a regular dude, some girl would have reported him or nah, something. Bro, like, I feel like man, you gotta do something. Like everybody want excitement, G. So imagine this: a nigga take. I mean, the, the N word FCC too. Yes. T- Let's get to some music right here on Nitty's Knocker. Shout to be wet, dope in the pot, beat down the block, the best thing I got. 
Why you emotional? Ah, bitch, you emotional, yeah. Big shot, big shot. Hold on. Peanut butter insides. Hold on. Outside. Cocaine white body look like Gentiles. Gentiles. Emotional, 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 emotional. Why you emotional? Why you emotional? Ah, bitch, you emotional, yeah. Sir, duck work for kung fu. Kitty got juice, got work, got weight, got plenty, got them, got her, got more, got bitchy, yeah. Top off, getting topped off in the city, big top dog, and I dance on him like Diddy. Pop off and I pop back like Diddy, yeah. I hit the ceiling and forgot about the flow, yeah. Rain so big, got my head up on the ropes, yeah. This be the way, plus I live on the coast, yeah. When I touch a bag, young nigga, do the most, yeah. Mm. And I what kind of flex, yeah. And you know what time it is, yeah. But don't know what grinding is, yeah.
a chick when I laugh. My bitch was born in a visa. Right here out of the Q4 Radio studios. Nitty's Knocker airs every Tuesday live on Q4 Radio. Check us out at Q4.org to find out more info about Q4 Radio studios, the station, and the projects. And if y'all want to know what we're doing on the Nitty's Knocker side of things, hit us up at nitty'snocker.com. Check out our events. Check out our pictures. You know, all the cool people we've met. And submit your music and your ideas and good news if you want to talk to me about unicorns. I'm always willing to talk to people about unicorns. Yay! Now, we have two artists in the room with us today. Two very different artists in style and dress and sound, everything. So, what I'd like to do is have a five-minute artist talk. Let's do it. And each of you get one minute 
to give me the best explanation, the best display, the best pitch of who you are as an artist. So let's start with you, Special Ed, and the clock starts ticking now. Well, with my music, uh, I try to make the most relatable music to multiple different crowds. Uh, a lot of my rela- uh, music uh, falls form of my relationships. Uh, it's sort of like my diary, uh, very much so emotional, but honest, truthful, and uh, with the message throughout it all. Um, it's pretty much just letting people understand my story and know that they're not alone, know that uh, any form of... Uh, I guess you could say roadblock in life, any form of uh, situation that you feel may be an anchor holding you back um, through the music. I say that you're not alone. I say that uh, I'm here to listen. Uh, numerous people are here to listen. There's multiple me's out there. And, uh, yeah, I, I try to make feel-good music, too. Feel-good music also just for the up-tempo and, and just to get a vibe going in a party, et cetera, place format. But specifically... The stuff I love to to share is my stories and. Well, hello. <laughs> There's your stop. Absolutely. That was great. Fire drill. That was great. Look, Riz, like, oh my god, we're dying, we're dying. <laughs> All right, Skinny Hendrix. I almost called you the name. I know you by beyond your music, but your clock starts now. I say, uh, it's the kid with the raw hat. In case y'all didn't know, it's the kid with the raw raps. I say, uh. These middle fingers typing all caps, son of the doom, and I'm usually rocking all black. Been seen a lot since I was 23. I'm grinding by any means. My life is like 20 dreams. But you can't even see it. I'm serving like a Venus, but still court and Serena. Got my swagger back in the zone, boy. Oh, yeah. And uh, I rap. <laughs> um, I just like to vibe with people, make a moment happen. And um, I'm just here to, like, do something to, like, get out of, like, just being stuck in your mind. I feel like everybody has something that they can do to, like, just make themselves happy as opposed to just watching what other people are doing. And this is just me. Like, uh, Emil, Skinny Hendrix, Fonzie, whatever name you choose to call me, that's, it's all part of the same thing. I'm just here to do me. Wow. Yeah, in 50 seconds. Man, he got like nine seconds for Gang, 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 incorporate a whole lot <laughs> <life>. of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I guess we don't have to make the stopper sound free because you finished a little early. I didn't want to hear that. I'm gang. But... <laughs> Um, welcome to the show. Um, where did these names come from? You know, Special Ed, Skinny Hendrix. These were two very uh, impressive names for artistry. Where did they come from? Well, when I started making music, uh, I was around my collective a lot. Shout out to shout out to everybody in the gang. Sound Posse. Hey. Uh, shout out Solo. Shout out QVRS. Shout out Easy. Shout out everybody. I'm so, an honorary. Absolutely. You know, look. Absolutely. <laughs> I've been there. Man, I've been there. Every gang. Yes, there. I can. Yes, I can. Okay. Okay. I'm a unicorn. <laughs> I do whatever I want. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, we were literally just chopping up beats one day, and uh, we were going through each other's Instagram names, and mine at the time was, uh, it's pronounced Edward. And I was like, man, this is like real, real soft. This is real corny. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and shout out solo to Dweeb. He actually came out. He was like, man, you're special, bro. Like, you're a special being. And I was like, man, I'm special, Ed. And, and then just right there, it was just like, bang, you know, mind blown, mind blown, bang. So, yeah, we just ran with that. We stuck with it. And ever since then, it's just been blessing. So, it's awesome. You familiar awesome. with dude from the 90s named Special Ed, too? I am not. Oh, word. I am not. I will. <laughs> I'm going to do that. <laughs> and what about you? Uh, 
People always said email wrong. They call me Emil or Oatmeal or Happy Meal. <laughs> and then, uh, so I started giving myself a nickname. At least I can accept it. And then at first, when I was like thinking too hard, like my first like rap name was like City Boy, but with like an I, two I's instead of a Y. But my homies used to make fun of me, calling me Sata Boy. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, let me switch that up. Plus, I don't want to be win. like, I didn't want to be like like mid Tony still call myself a boy. And then like, so then I started thinking like, what's a cool name? And then Fonz was the first because I was like a dude on TV. They said was a cool dude, but. In theory, I'm not really a fan of Happy Days. I ain't never watched that show, so that's just a little piece of information. But yeah, for Fonzie was a cool name, and I had the E-Mac because my name is Emil. But even still with that, like I just prefer Fonzie because it was just a little more chilly. And then uh, when I started turning, like, uh, like, 2013, I stopped, like, putting out music because I was trying to figure out, like, what, who I was, what the music I was making meant. And I started listening to nothing that came out in that time. I only listened to, like, UK, uh, like, the Beatles, Black Sabbath, like, P- Jimi Hendrix, Pink Floyd, everything that came out in the 70s to, like, 81. And um, I was just trying to make sure that, because uh, when I was listening to it, I'm like, all these songs came out way before I was even born. And every lyric, every song, every, like, chord I feel in my heart as if they, like, made it for me. So I'm like, I don't want to just be, like, an audio file on my computer or they phone i want to be like a moment i want to take up the whole two minutes and 30 seconds where you like once it's over you got that like on infinite repeat so like uh skinny hendrix kind of came up when i was like just listening to a lot of jimmy and um i just realized that like i didn't want to like think too much on who i was or what the music meant to me i just wanted to embody how i was feeling and so i didn't like when i i don't go out saying like my name is still email that's my government name ever since i put out my project 1920 like i went by my prayer that's like my harry potter scar just for the record i always said your name correctly and I appreciate that. Mine's mm-hmm. the email. But yeah, like, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like email, I was like, that's the worst thing. That, that's, that's like my biggest, like, insecure thing. Like, people saying my name wrong. That's why I had a stage name. But I'm like, I, all the music I'm making is so personal. After, like, just taking the time to figure out who I was, I'm like, I don't want to hide. So that's the Harry Potter Scar joint. But, like, Skinny Hendrix is like me. Like, when I was in my zone, I started, like, producing my own music and recording myself. And I was like, man, I just found myself creating a whole little pocket where I'm just like, it's just for me. And so, like, Skinny Hendrix and the Psychedelics is like, what I do when I'm like live in front of people, but email is still my brand name. But like, Skinny Hendrix and a Psychedelic is just a reference to say me and my emotions. You know what I'm saying? And like, nice. But when I do like stuff live, I'll have like different musicians play as the psychedelics. Nice. Yeah. Dope. Dope. Thank you so much. Swag. Well, nice to meet you guys. And that was that was a nice little artist talk. I got to know you guys. You guys spoke a lot, even with like your one minute breakdown as well as the name sakes that you guys have like it was just a lot of emotion and expression in that and that's really cool most people are kind of like uh <laughs> when did you figure out you was a nitty knocker and slash unicorn though um we can talk about that another time you just look up and was like damn i'm a unicorn yeah i kind of <laughs> did actually that's pretty much how it happened you know and Kimbria gave me the name Nitty. And I was like, wow, I should be Nitty more often. And then, you know, knocker, news, music. <laughs> Yo, you know. she got good names for kids, man. Patience. Yeah, she was, she was going ham. Yeah, yeah, you know, thanks, Mom. We love you. <laughs> but um, nice to meet you guys. Welcome to the show. Um, definitely want to touch mildly on the political things that are important because it seems to have died down in the media, as always. The shooting at the school with the 17 kids. Um they say that the kid, well, they're, they're still calling him the suspect, even though it's very obvious that he's the guy who <laughs> mass murdered. Suspect, they still call him and, the suspect. Yeah, they said that the suspect, the accused well, suspect, has resisted, but he resisted mental health services. While he was in school, he was receiving the services um, because they knew that he was a trigger. They knew that he had been from a broken home and that he was able minded in very negative ways 
Um, but when he turned 18, he refused the services, but the state decided to not go any further as well. So 19. my question is like, for one, what's taking the case so long to convict him? And second of all, why, um, why did, why shouldn't we blame the state? Because a lot of people are not trying to blame the state for anything. But when you have a person who is a sociopath or has the tendencies to be one, it becomes more of a responsibility of everyone involved to make sure that a mass murder doesn't happen or, you know, anything catastrophic like that. So why aren't we blaming the state? Or, state or why should we blame Florida. the state? Y'all know craziest things happen in Florida. Yeah, that's like, true. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like, every time something happens, they try to raise the bar of how crazy it can get. So they have no intentions of trying to, like, you can blame the state, but the state knows it sucks. That's why, like, nothing has changed. And in reference to, like, that kid was 19. I'm I mean, calling, calling him a kid is still crazy. He was 19 in high right. school. You know what I mean? Like, Tamir Rice was 12, got gunned down for mm-hmm. a big toy. Bro had an AR. Right. And, like, still was being, mm-hmm. so, like, you know what I'm saying? Trying to be, like, they saying a suspect. That's wild, bro. I feel like because he They're he, personifying he, him. He was in the system. You feel me? Like, like, we all are in the system. But the system has cracks that people fall through every day. There's so many people that... You know, they haven't set up a school, but they're following through the cracks. Well, not getting, like, the help they need. Like, look at homeless people, veterans, you know. They're in the system, but the system isn't working for them. So people follow through the cracks of the system all the time. So, I mean, yeah, definitely the state is at blame, but they are blamed for a whole bunch of different things, not just that, you know, but that's the only thing that's really popping out right now. So, yeah, we can blame the state, but it's so many more people you can blame, like, from the beginning. Like, this kid was on social media putting up his, uh, what do they call, um... What do most of these serial killers have? Like it's like a diary oh, or a word. journal. Yeah, right. You know, he, like the manifesto right, the manifesto. Yeah. He put a man- manifesto. People actually alerted the FBI like two, three days before it happened. Like this, this kid is crazy. Talking about shooting up a school. Nobody did anything about it. You know, exactly. so it's it's more than just the state. And then the state, this 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 state allows kids to purchase ARs. Like, come on, like that's a crack once again. Bro, exactly. But they don't care. It's Florida. It's like, think about all the people that can come from Florida, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? With the exception of T-Pain. You're the king. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all had the man's triple X, was a wild one. You know what I'm saying? Straight from out there. You had your man's Kodak, was another wild one. That's just black people. So, think about all the crazy white people. I mean, George Bush won off Florida. Like, I mean, like. It's a, like, <laughs> like, I'm telling you, bro, we need to just burn that whole stage and start over, G. Like, ain't nothing good coming from over Put him in race. Just put, man, G. We need to isolate them, bro. They gave up their being people privileges, G. Like. <laughs> They keep on tweaking. Like, the craziest thing that happened before this meeting was when, like, that white dude shot that black kid. He was in his car, and he said the music was too loud. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got convicted for that. Though, but he got convicted. Know. But he, he like, when, when it first happened, it was as if, like, he didn't seem like he did nothing wrong. Yeah. He was just like, they was disturbing my peace, and I used my gun. Like, it's always some some wild stuff happening with guns in Florida. So that Yeah, that is true. So, to be handled in general. The Orlando shooting was in Florida. Like, you just like, That's I can keep I'm going. Saying, bro. Exactly. If y'all stop and look at everything from the last six months alone mm-hmm. in Florida, bro, we need to start over with them, bro. We need to burn the state. Gee, they wilding. They wildin' suffer, like I said, T-Pain, you know what I'm saying? We even <laughs> let them get away with Flo Rida. We should have kicked him out of that. We should have kicked him out of that. Hey, well, we're going to say that piece. he's a good club guy. We like to keep it happy and positive when, you th- when, when you it comes to man, artists. I let Pitbull cook, not Flo Rida. But I'm saying when you, like, you know, five Long Island's in in the club, Facts, right, it goes right, right. you know, go a little crazy. But we're going to go ahead... Um, it's very insightful information. I honestly I believe that the whole Florida situation, um when it comes to 
people who are not black. They need to hold them more accountable for their actions instead of constantly looking for a reason why they did it. Because if you're not going to or give us more of a reason, you know, if you don't want to hold one group of people so accountable because you don't want to believe that they were capable of doing such a thing, then maybe you should give that same sympathy to the people who aren't getting that chance to the Tamir Rices and, you know, all of the, the Sandras and all these people who have just lost their lives for what you know so with that being said we are going to play some more music and we're gonna have some fun because that's what we do here is have fun right here on nitty snacker oh marie Yeah. <laughs> 
That's why you got that song on deck. She has that on deck because she knows what kind of music I, I like listen to. You said you made a format? Oh, facts. No, she's dope. She's dope. She knows how to mix it up. She playing all, well, she made, all the joints. Format, and that's lit. So she already said what she had to say. She good. Let me it. say what I want to say about her, too. You can. I'm just saying she had already She's said. amazing. Thanks, Marie, for being here. We appreciate you. You guys are listening to Nitty's Knocker on Q4 Radio every Tuesday from 6.15 to 8.15 p.m. Central Standard Time. For all my homies who be listening in New York and in L.A., I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Y'all the homies. Atlanta, you know. Hey, y'all. But let's actually go ahead and um, get into something it's a very important part of the show. There's the unicorn gospel segment of the show. Um, and for those of you who don't know what the unicorn gospel is, it's a segment where I take a verse from the Bible and I reword it into unicorn terms. Okay. Right. Now you say, was it lament, layman's terms? Layman's terms, yeah. I, Unicorn terms. <laughs> we switch it up in here. So we are going to go ahead and get into that. Let me... I do something similar to that. Well, like, I listen to, like, a country song, and then I remix it as if I was T-Pain. Nice. With the auto-tune and everything? Mm-hmm. Oh. Just with dreads on. Okay. And a big hat. <laughs> nice. And yeah. where where can we find this? In my heart. Okay. You can't see it anywhere. You can feel it, though. All right, all right. (laughs) We are going to go ahead and get into that now. So this week's Unicorn Gospel is Hebrews 11 and 3 because we're going to be talking about how to be open-minded today. I love Hebrew. That is my favorite artist. (laughs) Brittany. Guys, please don't interrupt. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. You take out the nasty and and don't do that. But this week's verse is, we're talking about being open and understanding and things like that. So the verse is Hebrews 11 and 3, and it is, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. So, this is basically the tangible and intangible. That's what I was just talking about with T-Pain tape. That's true. You were talking about that with the T-Pain tape. So basically what this means is that um, we understand that the universe um, is just framed by the universe. You know, like everything that's created is... Reflection. I'm going to smack him. I feel you. <laughs> everything that's created within the universe comes from an unknown Thing or a thing that you can't touch, a thing that you don't know what it really is, but you know that it's something that's helping you. It's an intangible object that has created a, a, the framework for you. It's an object that has created a system for you to be able to see the world in its tangible form, right? So if we are more open as a people, that's us realizing that there are intangible things that we might not be used to, or even tangible. There are things that we aren't used to, but we have to be willing to accept that it's something different. We have to be able to understand that it's... Basically, when people say your word against mine, it's the same thing of saying your thoughts against my thoughts, but both parties being able to say, all right, there's still something in this that we both should understand about each other. There's still something in this that 
we can agree to disagree, but still be in a place where we don't hate each other, where we're not biting each other's heads off, but we are being open and understanding and actually listening to the universe or listening to the people around you to develop more of an understanding. So when he does his T-Pain renditions that we can't see, because we have an open mind to what he's saying about doing these country songs remade into T-Pain's dreaded hat situation. We believe that he is... Sure. Sure. Which video? The karaoke video. Y'all remember that for T-Pain? No. When he was dissing everybody for using auto-tune for him? Oh, well, no, I don't, you know. I only saw the bartender. I only saw the stuff that came on the radio. That's a classic, though. That is true. I like to listen to album cuts, but, like. But, yes, so, basically, that's um, what this week's Unicorn Gospel is, and it's just segueing us into the topic of being open and learning the benefits of being an open-minded person. Um, So, yeah. We like unicorns out here. Full circle. So, in reference to that, Mm -hmm. would you agree, would you, because I came in, like, 20 minutes later than I should have when I got here. So in reference to, like, the whole, like, like interracial dating, are you personally cool with, like, black men dating white women, too? I honestly am not against anybody dating sure. anybody. Like, if it's somebody who honestly makes you happy exactly. and mm. um, it's not a situation where you're doing it for um, the benefit, you feel me? If you get with, like, if, let's say, um, my sister or somebody I know marries a white guy, I would want her to do it because of the actual love that they have for each other versus the benefits that you can get from the privileged person, you know? I mean, um, I, agree. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, to a certain extent, but, like, everything, if I married a white chick, everything going to her name. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> even, though, even, even outside of, like, yeah, I ride with you, bro, but even outside of, like, even outside of, like, you know what I'm saying, it being different, like, races and stuff, like, a, a woman will marry a guy based on having a good job or yeah, having, of course, like, a good yeah. credit score. Mm-hmm. So I ain't going to necessarily say, like, my sister's, like, well, he is able to provide for himself, and I love him. I'm like, word, that means she's doing her. Well, yeah, not that type but of benefit, though. You know, I'm saying it in the. of the two, not just one more than the other. Yeah, but not even the benefit of having a good job. That's a standard, you feel me? I'm not talking about standards like of course everybody should have standards yes you should be able to have every if he's black white whatever have a job be able to take care of yourself and everything but i'm speaking on the actual benefit of what it means to be with a white person of that extra level of privilege that comes from being with the white person you know not necessarily just oh he has a good job and i love him that's totally different y'all think all white people like are just winning like that no it's not about that that definitely not that yeah. everybody's not winning. You have people who live in trailer parks. You have people who, but it comes again with just understanding, understanding what they are given in general. If they clean themselves up and went and t- apply for a job against me or Brandon or you or Ed, they will probably get the job before us because they clean themselves up and they have the look. They blonde hair, blue eye, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the yeah. I mean, the. Caucasian um, aspect of things is it's just it's a, a natural given benefit for America at I mean, least I'm not really sure know, about I, others I, I see it more or less like you know if I, I you know meet a, a, a chick that's from another race and you know maybe she is white she does have a certain level of privilege because she is white just but a like, certain level of it, like, though. I'm not, it's that's not, not like, in the forefront of my mind but in the back of my mind I know you know what I'm saying like yeah it's lit you know good credit <laughs> Like it's the same reason why you like you you happy for your friend because they get a job at Foot Locker or like Nike right. Factory because you know like they getting that discount and you're right. getting that discount. Yeah. But that's not 
the main reason why you're happy, you're happy because your homie got a job, exactly. you know, but the perks are nice. And that's one thing, bro. Like, I don't, I don't feel like... Every, I don't, I don't, maybe it's just how I look at the world Same way as like when Trump became president I wasn't one of them people like oh, The next four years our life gonna be the end Nah bro I'm still finna get it You know what I mean Even right. more so So in reference to I can see a white dude Sitting right next to me to go for the same job I still feel like I'm finna get it You know what I mean Cause he not finna talk like I am He not finna have the same confidence in himself The only thing he confident is probably the fact that he white You know what I'm saying If we moving in the idea of them being like This type of like privileged being that we treat them as I feel like in this day and age Outside of like the fear of a police car behind me me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like it's easier to be black and win. Cause like, I like outside of like the big things as far as like you getting like a like probably like loans approved and like uh, the way people are already perceiving you from the jump. Yeah, you dealing with those type of like obstacles. But even outside of a person being not black or not, a person uh, not of color. We judge each other every day. That's you know true. That like, is very true. But so, the the basis was asking, you know. Oh no, I was just saying. In, in yeah, attention. yeah, you know, because it's literally like. If I, I'm not against it, I don't care who you date, as long as it's for the right reasons. Every, just do stuff for the right reasons. And if it's because of actual feelings, you know, and just knowing that this person meets your standards, it does not matter what they look like. They could be Indian, she they could be African, like they could yeah. be Brazil. It don't matter, yeah, you know? Everything. Yeah, as it's as all about what makes you happy and, and gets you through your day mm -hmm. and you're happy at that. Like that we said, I wake up happier. Growth. Yeah, that's true. We definitely. Uh, People of color do have uh, a hard time accepting the fact that they are giving, that privileged people are not always realizing that it's privileged. They just, some people are born with it. Yeah. Some people um, refuse to identify with it, which makes it a bad thing. You know, just understanding that you have that. But African Americans and Hispanics and all these other people of color have a hard time saying, hey, we still, we got to figure it out, you know, like, regardless of what they're given, we have to work together to make sure that we, you know, right. that we are privileged. We can be privileged within ourselves, you know, but. I feel like we need to read more as a people. I feel like we do a lot of watching. And What's like, a good book? What's a good book to read? Like, you know, the last, the last Black Unicorn. That's a good one. You know what I'm saying? Tiffany Haddish That's story. a good read, bro. You know, exactly, bro. Even outside that, the Black Privilege Charlemagne joint was really good. Because they, you know, ideas about us understanding what we have. Like, the fact that, like, it's a kind like, the, the Chris Rock joke is, if you want to hide something from, from a nigga, put it in a book. And I use that word with the risk. Because, <laughs> like, I feel we need to read. Like, we need to understand that, like, there's more that's happening. That's why the Black Panther thing is cool to me. It shows people, like, the, the type of movie that is, is Afrofuturism, which shows us, like, the potential in the future. And, I, and that's the complete opposite of the spectrum from, like, black exploitation, which shows us in the past. Mm -hmm. So the idea of us being excited about, uh, like, Wakanda and all these things, if we put together an amalgamation of all the great things we did in our in our culture and represent Spanish people as well, it is Wakanda. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's just, like, the future. Like, We've taken technology to the next level, but as far as like the advances and what we did, the fact that like the N word was a negative thing and we turned that into like the main way we communicate, that's something so simple as that. It's a powerful mm -hmm. like mentality. And I feel like we get so lost and like caught up in, well, these people have privilege, well, these people do that. And there's a lot of things that's true about that. But I feel like we gon' you gonna if you know all the problems in the world, it's gonna have you worried till you or you don't move. But if you understand it, you have to get inside the system in order to change it. And I feel like some people are so scared of being like, Well, they're gonna stop me from doing this. They're going to do this because I'm black or I'm this. They, mm -hmm. they are Limiting themselves. They are going to do that, but still rise above it. You know what I mean? Very true. And I agree with that. And with that being said, we're going to actually go into playing Fonz's Skinny Hendrix email. So, we are people. This guy over here. We're going to go ahead and play White Noise, and then we're going to jump into Eddie's 
two songs. It's called White Forest, but it is White Noise. White Noise. Sorry, I was thinking about uh, Disclosure. <laughs> it's my favorite. Band. I like them. White White Forest, not White Noise. Time. And White Noise is also something that happens on your TV, if you guys didn't know. <laughs> but we're going to play White Forest and then Alone and Now Look by Special Ed right here on Nitty's Knocker. So don't even bother trying to ask me if I'm like him Man, it's the long walk of samurai No need for a photo like in camera shot The only thing that I need is the speed of my sword And not a single thing more Still after the bastard, I killed my sensei I need to start a fire before it gets late So I go and rustle up some tree branches While still on the lookout for thieves, bandits Whatever that might cross my path I open them up with a slash Let them bleed out from the gash and dash No reason to laugh, uh So cold, my hands, I can barely feel them But still my merciless purpose is still to kill him Out in the distance, I see a shadowy figure He screams, are you dead? I said, no, but how do you figure? He says, no need to speak up, it's death that you reek of Killing with your talent, but the madness is you seek love Pardon your anger, to that death is no stranger It's only trying to claim you, grab your spirit, tame you I see greatness building your horoscope You've been through great pain, but still your aura copes My son, you see the best is what you gotta be You gotta be that star, cause the world will follow astrology She came through and she knew what to do And she worried about replacing you 
And it's evident It's your better than Anyone else I'll be settling She playing the games like a veteran So I'm worried about problems I'm stepping in But the RS they shine in the snow And I love when she pacing it slow And I love when she talking stay low And you focused on using your throat And we triple X with the sex Treating it right, hit it with respect My lady she love when I'm digging it And she told me she need her a little bit Just a little bit That's what anger do Could've been wildin' Could've been gone when you asked me Could've kept silent Pressure built up over asking Couldn't be violent But I never really been with my stylist Yeah, wouldn't even try it Just look at all with the lies did Could've been wildin' Could've been gone when you asked me Would've kept silent Pressure built up over asking Couldn't be violent But I never really been with my stylist Yeah, wouldn't even try Just look at all with the lies did We're back You just heard three songs from two guys Sitting in one room. Ha ha. You see how I played that out? Three songs, two guys, one room. Yeah. No, nobody else thinks that's cool but me. All right. Fine. Fine. Thanks a lot for listening. <laughs> but we're back. And we're going to actually go into um, another segment that we've been, we've added to the show a few weeks ago. Uh, and it's called Damn Can I Live. We're working on our sound bed for it. My dad's going to do it. He's still going to do it? Yeah, he said he'd do it for you. <laughs> like, 
Well, he got like a, like I hurt my toe. Damn, can I live? Like, Not even. It's more of the like you like, know. Damn. Can like I the live? player like, type, you know, oh, like. See, like, and like I see, old school. Did she ever, she ever <laughs> tell you those stories of her like pops like coming to school and then all the girls <laughs> in my class, you know what I'm saying, what? trying to catch a case right quick. Cause like so that's cool that he doing the. Uh, the whispers in the dark. I feel you. Yeah, he got that whole play. <laughs> hey, yo, damn, cool. can I live? Yeah, he, the way he did it, it was so smooth, though. I was yeah. like, whoa. You know, oh, I was he like. You want to turn the mic around and be like, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are we talking about this week? I was just like, you know, usually I, I do a lot of thinking. Um, oh, really? Yeah, no, like, it's a new thing I've been doing. <laughs> but um, just the topics on today, just being open minded and just being able to, like, um, talk to people and still ha- maintain your point of view, but also being able to understand other people where they coming from and still kind of like maintain your point of view. Because I feel like sometimes we talk to people and like they we don't agree with what they're talking about, you know. And a lot of times it's like it's it becomes something that's not supposed to be. Like me and you could be talking about something and we tell we have two different standpoints on it, and you know? so you get upset because you don't necessarily agree. But what I'm saying, but you're not trying to understand. Because I'm then waiting to reply. As right. So I'm going to read this quote real quick. The test of first-rate intelligence is the ability to hold two opposed ideas in the same in the same mind at the same time and still retain the ability to function. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite quote because it relates to so much stuff. Like we were talking about black women and, and white men in reverse, you know. So me and you have, we talk about the same thing. We have total two totally different ideas. So you're not a stupid person. You're a very intelligent person. And for some odd reason, this is your rationale for why you believe what you believe. Now, for, for us to actually communicate properly, it's going to take me understanding that you are a rational person and that you have a reason behind what you believe. And you believe it or not, a lot, nobody does that. A lot of people don't do that. And that's where the, the lack of communication, communication comes in and breaks, you know, because we don't. Um, actually sit there and try to understand that person. Right. Thank you for saying Because I literally, like, last week, bro, been having, like, breakdowns in communication and conversations where it's not that we don't understand each other, but we're so passionate about our thoughts. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm, a quote that's really been in my mind for, like, the last year, G, is that, like, every, a lot of people uh, judge people off of their actions and not their intentions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And with that, if you know how, it's like, the actions is what, what if I, like, if I push you, bro, you know what I'm saying? And, Regardless of what I did it for, whether I was trying to get you out of something, you instantly just react to that. Mm-hmm. And, but as opposed to like understanding that, man, I was trying to get you out the way. That's a very simple physical version of that. But somebody having a conversation with you and the words that they're saying, like they can be trying to, like let's say, me and you had a diff, a, like a, just a, a breakdown of communication when we just had differences. Mm-hmm. And me telling you how I feel naturally is not me having any malice. I'm just speaking. And depending on how that sounds, it could be like, well, you reacting to how what I'm saying makes you feel, but you're not hearing me out naturally. Right. So to the point where now you're just waiting to reply to order to get your point off. You know right. what I mean? And I feel like sometimes we, what I've noticed is that we are so passionate in what we believe and what we feel, we don't give that other person a chance to really explain or really not, you know, trying to hear them out. And like this year, I've been really like practicing just, you know, taking a step back and taking a deep breath before I just respond to something, you know, and then people yeah. are like, man, why are you... Always so chill and laid back because I've been practicing this thing. Like it's crazy that you say that because I literally that was like my New Year's resolution. Yeah, I, I, I spent last year always seeing uh, differently from numerous people, from a girlfriend, from my parents, from people I work with, etc. Their perspective and of you, exa- uh, of anything, mm-hmm. of anything, whether it could be religion, what you want to eat today, blah blah blah, etc. But um, 
as far as just being able to take that step back, listen to what they have to say, understand what they have to say. Even if you don't agree, letting them get their point across alongside letting them respect you mm. enough to get your point across. Exactly. That's what I've been working on as well. It's just crazy. That, like, and it will, and when, you, when you can communicate successfully with people, it makes like your life a lot easier and it makes pe like, relationships mm -hmm. with people. You know, because like, if I break it down to you, like, I just broke it down to you about like communication. Like I've had conversations with people and like we're just not agreeing. But... I'm sitting back calm and they're talking to me about what, what they feel. And I'm just like, okay, you know, so because I can understand exactly where they're coming from. But I might not necessarily agree with what you're saying, but like I took the time to try to. Yeah, make meet you me. in the middle. Yeah. Exactly, you know, so um, basically like, this whole segment is about like trying to be a better communicator with everybody, you know, yeah. whether it's in your relationship with your girlfriend, your parents, your friends. Um, just take a step back and listen. I feel like a lot of times we don't listen and we, we look to reply but not really listen. So, you know, listen to listen to people. Very true. I'm, I'm a huge... Uh, I like my points to be made. So I'm the type of person who will... Until I feel like my point is made, I won't stop. And sometimes I will even miss the point of what the other person's saying because we might even be on the same page, you know. But I end up cutting them off before they even get to displaying it because in my head, I live in my head, you know? Likewise. And that's something that we have to really learn how to do is not live in a place where nobody else can hear you. Right. <laughs> you know, what you think about yourself is truly what you think about yourself. But when it comes to communicating and being active with the people around you and understanding the people around you, you have to come out of that place. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes that's why it's good to meditate, to be in that place. But Taking all day to be in your head is literally going to drive you insane because then it's like a tornado of thoughts that you can't process. People ask you what's wrong. You say you don't know, you know, because it's literally 10 million things just spinning and you can't pick one to say this is what the issue is because you're constantly fighting against what other people might have to say about something that could actually benefit you. So, you know, it's something that we all have to learn. We're all getting to that age where we can't just always say what we want to say and think that we have all the answers. We have to really be adults and realize, hey, I don't know everything, you know, based on whatever knowledge I have, I don't know everything. And it's okay to catch that info from somebody else. So, But do you feel like, uh, in reference to how you said you can get in, um, in times where you're trying to get your point across, don't you? Uh, well, it seems like you do want to work on that, though. It didn't seem like you were mm -hmm. really proud that you did that. But yeah, it's something I know about myself, yeah. and it's something that I'm admitting to myself yeah. now. Is that this mm -hmm. is something that could have ruined friendships, could have ruined um, personal relationships, anything, you know, because of the fact that I've been so independent in thinking for so long. It is something that has to be practiced when you're not used to sharing your thoughts or being. Um, someone who needs the help of other people. You know, I've never really felt like I've needed help. But even with the way the show is going now, how I have a co-host and now I have a DJ and, you know, soon a, a videographer, photographer, you know, like you need a team to exactly. create results. So you need people <laughs> who will listen to the things that are concerning you as well. And you well. should also listen to them. 
Because mm-hmm. I feel like when you were talking about the intangibles, like, and I was like, things, and when you said that, I honestly was saying that life is a reflection. I feel like there's things, like you said, we are all living in our mind and most of the time as far as, like, how we experience things. And the people you come across from, like, Ed to y'all, to everything, even this topic that Brandon kicked off, like, these are things that go in your mind, whether it's an emotion, a fear, a doubt, and then something will come off or you will meet a person that is the physical form of that thought. And so everything you're going through is what you're already feeling inside. I just think sometimes we try to tune in to what we choose to. So I, I really appreciate the communication topic because, like, I, it is really easy for people to be passionate about what we think is right because I don't think anybody's moving with the intent of trying to hurt someone. No. So when you're saying the things you say in the, I guess, more of a confrontation with someone, especially someone you could be intimate with, you could find yourself being more vulnerable and expressing yourself. But at the same time, I think it's just good to like take that little moment apart to like that second to take yourself out of being like, ah, oh, I feel really strongly about and what I'm saying. Another thing too, like I know, I know we yeah. all like take pride in like having no filter and saying what you really mean and mean. You need what a balance, though. But like you yeah. gotta have a, like a balance. You gotta like. There's been times where, like, I just want to, like, I'm very quick on my feet and witty, and sometimes like that gets me in trouble with people. You know? Likewise, bro. It's so, like you. Know, I, sometimes I just take it like I won't respond to something because I'm like, you know what? Let me just think about how I'm gonna say this because I don't want to offend it. Because you got to realize everybody not like you. No, mm-hmm. not everybody. You know? And can once take you, that step back. yeah, and once you, and, but what, everybody can't take what you can dish out. Mm-hmm. You know, like right. I can take criticism really well. Like I can take it harshly. You know, like yeah. I, I love people being blunt and you know upfront with me. But a lot of people can't take that giving back to them. So yeah. you got to just know your personality and what you're doing and who your friends are and who, you, who you're dealing with. That's you know? a bar, man. I always feel like I would prefer somebody to be like, uh, like mean in front of me, in front of right. me, and nice behind my back than the other way around. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because anybody can tell you what they think you want to hear, and then tell like the say the roast thing about you behind your back. So I would rather keep it one hundred. Because the root word of constructive criticism is construct, which means mm-hmm. to build. So as long as you're just trying to build the person you're speaking up, then I feel like they should be open to what form it takes. Mm-hmm. Very chill. Very chill. See, look, we like to get in your heads. We like to know how you guys feel as as humans. You know, we all are artists. Everybody has their lane. They're, some people are business people. Some people are painters, whatever. But at the end of the day, you're still a person. You are more than just your business, right? So identifying with things or channeling or talking about things that you wouldn't usually talk about is something that is necessary even on a, a, a radio platform, you know, because usually radio platforms, you don't really get a lot of laughter in a positive way, you know. It's more laughter in a way of, huh, wow, you really just asked me that. And, you know, literally taking yourself... Interviews usually make you uncomfortable. You know, you never really know what somebody's going to ask you when you come into a place because you don't know what type of judgment judgments you're going to receive. Are you saying as the interviewer or the person? No, as the person being interviewed. Um, you know, they are sitting in the hot seat. That's why they call it the hot seat. But here we want it to just be the seat full of pixie dust. <laughs> and the least, you know, homo. I guess it's all about what you, how you feel going into it. Because I, I ain't look at it as like a stressful thing. I think every... Con- That's good though, you know, but that most people get in the hot seat and they're like, oh, I mean, you'd be surprised. People come in here and get all quiet and all like in a shell. And I love when like we get guests mm-hmm. that are you know interactive with us and you know are oh, really expressive. Real. You know. And we're gonna get to some music right now. A nitty knocker. Oh,
test me now I listen clear you like the general Don't dwell on him, you know this better now Like what I tell you now, like baby Baby girl, listen This is the happily ever and after that you have been wishing This is that I need you now, but it's harder because of the distance But baby, just wait on me And don't even think about he Cause he don't compare to me So, 
from Special Ed, very vibey guy. And in that first music segment right before that, you heard White Forest from Skinny Hendrix, a.k.a. Emil, a.k.a. Fonzie, a.k.a. that guy over there. A.k.a. my mama love me. A.k.a. it's lit. Um, I do got a lot of AKAs, though, but I didn't want to do that. I thought about doing it, when I, but I got here late, so I had to switch up my format. Well, you came in. That was a really nice, like, one-minute intro. Like, you came in, like, with bars. Yeah, I'm, oh. Fire, bro. All right. All right. That's going to sound good Spin when we podcast it. <laughs> but we're actually going to go ahead and finally get into the full topic of what it means to have an open mind. So, the definition of an open-minded individual is someone who has a willingness to try new things or to hear and consider new ideas. So um, we kind of already talked about what being open-minded means to everybody, right? Everybody kind of spilled the beans on that. Mm -hmm. So how has it helped you? And um, because I know we're still practicing it. Everybody's still practicing it. But how have you seen uh, your results have they been good results, bad results? What have you gotten from I feel being like open-minded? I feel like personally, like being able to finally take that step back, being able to like also recognize where you're normally or where you used to be wrong at, mm-hmm. where you're normally like, oh, where you want to budge into a conversation, where you want to interrupt somebody. Hmm. When you're able to kind of understand within yourself when you're about to do that and catch yourself, that's when you start to realize, man, I'm kind of growing up. Like, I've said this to numerous people that I've met within the last two, three months. I'm a completely different person from what I was probably six or eight months ago based off of just attitude um, uh, with the people that I surround myself with, with the people that I work with now, et cetera. Um, But just being able to grow up and understand where you would normally be wrong, where you would normally be in the wrong state of mind or too much passion behind what you want to say where it might rub somebody wrong, uh, I feel like that's when I started to realize personal growth within myself as far as maturity, um, just keeping a, 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 a form of calm around me as mm-hmm. opposed to always being an aggressor, always wanting to get my point across, always right. wanting to be the louder voice no matter what it was. So That's a bar, man. What about you? Ed, you special, G. Blessings, bro. Absolutely. Blessings. That you are. What about you? What does it mean for you? Man. Or how has it it helped you? I I feel like none of us would be here. Like, we would probably be doing, like, the most linear things if we weren't, like, willing to think outside of just, like, what the world presents us. I think open-minded is, like, like, before, when you're, like, uh, like, when you're a shorty, they call you weird. And then when you become, like, a teenager or anything, being weird is, like, the good thing to be. You know what I'm saying? They start calling you a hipster or this, that, and the third. They call you just, like, it's a whole different, like, little subgenre just for, like, you just thinking for yourself. And I feel like, uh, in reference to, like, uh, us taking that step, that, that step back in conversations, communicating, I don't necessarily think that's being open-minded. I think that's being patient and, like, a little bit more understanding in reference to communicating. You know what I mean? But as far as being open-minded in my life, I just think it presented for me to, like, look at a situation for what it is and appreciate more and take that chance on myself. And, like, I think that's the whole point of this whole experience that, I, like, 
I think I spend so much time focusing on when I become successful as far as an artist that I'm missing like a part of life, which is to live it while I'm still here. Absolutely. Like I don't want to keep on focusing so much on like two years from now or oh this year from now. I want to focus literally being the present. And like that's the biggest thing. Me, the bigger my mind got creatively, the more I realized that I should appreciate what I'm looking at now because this design is so complex and like crazy. Like the universe is putting me in situation. When I came here, I had that like I've been so depressed, bro, for like months, G. That I was literally gonna like ask y'all questions about depression and all that. And mm-hmm. like through us, not even me having to bring that up, like it was so many things that Dan there just shifted my mind in different directions. Even like last night, like I had an Uber driver, but like because last night was like when it like like it really hit the fan as far as me just being in like the dumps and like I had an Uber driver, bro. I had an Uber driver, bro. Like I be having to call those Uber drivers, bro. Like I almost got like some like whole butt off of Uber ride one time, man. And, like Shorty was trying to do me and the driver. I'm like Shorty, this is a free ride. You about to do more in the pool? You feel me? But yeah, but last night though, like Shorty, like the, like she was a real cool, had like a Eva, like a Ava, like Devernay type of vibe. You know what I mean? Like, love, like she, to your like, love. She, like she about to direct. You know what I'm saying? Wrinkle of time or something. But like yeah, she was just real cool. And like I was just listening to her, just like kind of just be real, like open to just because she had a very welcoming and like and like just like real personable vibe. And, like, she was just saying so much stuff about, like, just how she was as a person that made me feel good about myself. As if, like, the universe literally put me right here to just hear someone be happy. It made me think more about that. You know what I mean? So, to go from that to being right here, like... I really appreciate that. And I feel like I, I wouldn't understand that this is, like, a moment happening if I wasn't open-minded to it. Absolutely. Like, I look at it as if, like, something, it was a coincidence. It's not. Absolutely. Yeah. Very true. Um, very enlightening as well. And hopefully these conversations do help with, you know, um, you know, we try our hardest to stay solution-based, to stay um, thinking outside of the box because it's like, what did I go through this week? What did we go through this week that we can talk about? with people so that we can get to the next level. Right. And it was just about being open, you know, being able to communicate and things of that sort. So I found an article on positively present. No present, (laughs) not presents. I thought it was the S (laughs) on the end of that present. So I'm like, where's the S positively present. And it's an article about the benefits of being open-minded. And there's seven benefits that they Recommend and one of the benefits is letting go of control. So, when you open your mind, you free yourself from having to be in complete control of your thoughts. You allow yourself to experience new ideas and thoughts, and you challenge the beliefs you currently have. It can be very liberating to look at the world through an open mind. So, literally, control is cool sometimes. When it's like, okay, I'm picking this cup up, (laughs) putting this cup down. But when it comes to your mind, if your mind is so controlled by only you, like you said, it does become a very linear life experience. You do not experience ups and downs. You do not understand the dynamics that life can present you from experiencing what others experience. Um, The second benefit is experiencing changes. Um, opening your mind to new ideas allows you the opportunity to change what you think and how you view the world. Doesn't mean you necessarily will change your beliefs, but you have the option to when you think with an open mind. So, like, what's everybody's 
Is anybody in here spiritual, religious? Yeah, I feel like yeah. spirituality has became like what religion was in the past. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, well, nobody wants to gangbang and say they're like a Baptist or a Christian, but they are spiritually inclined. No, I think we just woke up, like our generation, like got wise and just like realized like what organized religion was, and we just kind of like got, like we realized that like, we are all spiritual creatures. Exactly. Like, we all are vibrations. Are, exactly. Uh, you feel me? So mm-hmm. we just. Mm-hmm. And that's a good one to talk about. It's just understanding that. Um, it's more about your spirituality versus your religion. You know, religion is something created for control. Exactly. Since the beginning of time, even with the King uh, King Louis version of the Bible, it was created. Or the King James, I said King Louis. Hey, I read his. No, because I'm thinking about, guys, my head is Every day we move, boo. Hey, he got a Bible of his own, too. You feel me? But King James Version, that's a Bible that was. King Louis 13th, though. Yeah, and I was kind of all over the place. I was like, yeah, he was a king, too, you know. But they created the their versions for the way that they wanted to govern. You know, they took original doctrines and created it to make sense for what they want people to do you know um and you know that's that's a whole nother topic in itself but the third benefit is um you can make yourself vulnerable good and bad and it's one of the scariest and greatest things that you can do um and it's like in agreeing to have an open mind minded view of the world you're admitting you don't know everything and that there are possibilities you may not have considered and the vulnerability can be terrifying and exhilarating you know like we let's use in relationships people never want to show their vulnerability in a relationship um because they don't want to get hurt again or they don't want to experience something that they might have experienced before or saw their parents experience you know we determine our relationships on our past we don't determine our relationships on our on the moment actually we never determine our relationship on the moment and what it's making you feel so if you are in a good moment Release that vulnerability a bit and just just seize it. You know, you never know what can come from you truly appreciating somebody in the moment that they're showing you how much they appreciate you. Exactly. Now, you always have to be cautious and smart about it, but it's nothing wrong with letting a bit of that wall down, you know, um, regardless of what you might have experienced previously. And I can relate to this wholeheartedly you know we're having this conversation because i literally just had this conversation Mm -hmm. with with even from like people who i speak to on a daily basis to my homies like it's Mm -hmm. it's, and it's it's an important thing though because we we are i just feel like we're all learning how to be vulnerable we are all learning how to be stronger people and at the same time you know like balancing it so um the next benefit is making mistakes. You can make mistakes when you're open-minded. Um, and it doesn't seem like it will be much of a benefit, but it is because when you open your mind and allow yourself to see things from other perspectives, you allow yourself not only to recognize your potential mistakes that you've made, but to make new ones. It's not fun to make mistakes, never, but, you know, like that one song, we fall down and we get up. It's the truth, you know. <laughs> No, for real. That's one of my favorite songs because it's a constant reminder of the fact that if you fall, that doesn't mean you're stuck. Right. You didn't walk, go into a sand, uh, what's it called, the sand pit? Or No, I'm saying Smokey Nelson was a better gospel singer. What's the name? What's it called when you walk into a sand thingy? What's it called? Quicksand. You're not walking into quicksand that's going to eat you up. You can get right back up. Your knee might be scraped up. You might hurt your head a little bit, but you can get up and re 
try. That's the biggest thing. People got to look at mistakes as like a, a learning experience mm-hmm. as opposed to letting it hold you down. And I, I, I would say this about mistakes too. Like, if you, st- I feel like the majority of people stop posting their life on social media, like, you wouldn't think that L is such a big L. Because I feel sure. like a lot of times when you're always putting your moves on social media and you got a lot of uh, audience watching you take this L, mm-hmm. it makes it a lot bigger and a lot harder to take. So if you just, if you moving in silence and doing what you got to do and kind of just like, Moving to yourself, when you do fail, it's kind of like, well, I know I failed, but I know I can get back up. Exactly. You don't have to worry about a thousand other people looking at you, like trying to figure out how you failed, uh, you know, the reasons why, you know, all that. So like, keep your moves to yourself. You know? mm-hmm. And the next benefit, um, which kind of goes along with that, is just strengthening yourself. Um, Open Mindness provides a platform that you can build on piling on top of ideas you know uh, with your open mind you can learn about new things and you can use the ideas to build on your old ideas everything you experience can add up strengthening who you are and what you believe in and it's hard to build experiences without an open mind so if you are going and just i don't know when you it's like living your head again you know what i'm saying when you are literally living in your head you are just weakening yourself moment by moment more and more. And I'm not shy to talk about my my issues of me abusing myself and things like that because of me just allowing negativity to just eat away. You know, you start eating, you just don't stop until your plate's finished, you know. And when you allow that to happen, you can really end up, you were in the dumps last night, you know. I was in the dumps in L.A. a while ago, and I was like, this is the perfect place to do it. Because nobody's near you, nobody's around you, you know. But you have to not do that because you weaken yourself every time you allow one ounce of negative energy into your situation. But I feel like in this situation, or well, one in reference to being in the dumps, my brother, when he was like in prom, like many moons ago, he had some like some mocks chasing him. So he had to hide in the dumps. That was crazy. <laughs> like he had to literally hide. But uh, in reference to like the other stuff though, like um, I just feel like in this situation, like everybody in here, like for the most part, is pursuing a career that outside of you like finding like the success in yourself, obviously, like. We're chasing, you're chasing something that's opinion-based. You know what I mean? That's It's the school of popular opinion. Like, in order for you to, like... Obviously, you can create your own lane and be independent and figure out how far you want to take it. But if you have dreams of, like, a certain level of success, then you basing yourself to other people how, if they like what you're doing or not. Mm-hmm. And so that, if you if it's not even based on the... Like, with math, you can just get 2 plus 2 is 4, and that means you're good because you got that right. With music, it's not it's not that simple where mm-hmm. it can be in this box. It's all about... It's everything is subjective. So it's sometimes when you can put your heart and soul and feel like you done made the best thing that's going to change your life forever, and then Mark's here, and it's like, bro, that's Flow Rider. That's my new word for trash. And uh, <laughs> yeah. you like, dang, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of, I got seven reasons to stop listening to Flow Rider. All right, thing one. Why would you do it to yourself? <laughs> Thing two, you can fix Let's your mistakes. Let's stay on topic. Oh, okay. All right. That's my new segment. Welcome to but the next benefit. Our next benefit um, of <laughs> being open-minded is gaining confidence. When you live with an open mind, you have a strong sense of self. Like you were saying, you made something that was just the shiznit for the world. You, you, This is it. I love this. This makes me feel good. And you are not confined by your own beliefs. You know, it's just you know that you are giving something to the world and you are open to receiving how they 
receive it, but you're not letting it destroy you, you know? Um, you are able to love and gain confidence as you learn more and more about the world around you. And the open-mindedness helps you to learn and grow and believe in yourself. And the final benefit of, from this article at least, the final benefit to being open-minded is uh, being honest. There's an honesty that comes with an open mind because being open-minded means admitting that you aren't all-knowing. It means believing that whatever truth you find might always have more to it than you realize. And the understanding creates an underlying sense of honesty that permeates the character of anyone who lives with an open mind. So, those are, I mean, honestly, I think this is a pretty nice list of benefits from being open-minded. I mean, it makes me want to try it more and more, you know, like, even though these are some of these things I say to myself, like, oh, well, yes, because I'm learning to be open-minded, I can do this. Having it in front of me and seeing it is just like, okay, well, that does make sense. It do this is why it's good to be honest. This is why it's good to be confident. Um, and I feel like we can all just grow into amazing people if we open our minds and look into the Barney bag and just accept whatever the Barney bag gives us. I used to love Barney when I was a kid. I just feel like we can all come together and get Flo Rida out of here, though. I just really think we can <laughs> And you that. say your brother was, like, being chased on prom? Man, bro, and it wasn't even his prom. He actually, it was the second prom he went to. Brandon's like, going on a tangent. <laughs> like, he was on somebody else's prom. Like, my, no, I just, I just, I just bro, that's a it. crazy night, though, G. Like, I don't know what happened, but you had, you decided to jump in the dumpster, though, bro? I mean, who else thing? is going to look for you in the dumpster? But you rented that tux, though, my guy. That's what I'm saying. And he's 6'4", bro. So, you know, he touched both sides of the dumpster, bro. Like, <laughs> Head to toe. Yeah, bro. That's that's, that's, that's that, He in there, bro. That's origami status. But I'm telling y'all, let's come together. I got seven ways to get Flo Rider out of here. I got nine for, like, uh, Takashi 6'9", bro. So We're going to chop that up. We gonna, yeah, definitely Takashi 6'9". But we're going to chop that up after, after we do the quote of the week. All right, so we coming to the end of our show. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. All right, so um, the quote of the week is open-minded people embrace being wrong, are free of illusions, don't mind what people think of them, and question everything, even themselves. And that's a very good quote. quote. I feel like people who kind of just take everything with face value and don't question it are stupid, but that's just my personal opinion. But, um, yeah, so you can always listen to us on Q4 Radio every Tuesday from 6.15 p.m. to 8.15. And how can we keep up with you guys? Oh, thanks. Uh... Well, if you're looking for your boy, you can look in the sky. <laughs> or deep down in your heart, anytime you feel something, you're like, what's that? It's your boy. <laughs> but no, I'm, on, uh, I'm on IG at No Phone Fonz. Uh, phone is spelled with an F, you know what I mean? Fonz is spelled with an F as well, F-O-N-Z. Uh, I'm on uh, Twitter, F-N-Z-E, very simple. I had the same Twitter name from the Jenna. And you can find me on Hotmail at where my mama at, at Hotmail.com. You, you can catch me on Gmail. I heard email was at Gmail. Nobody even do fan mail. But if y'all want to, you can do it. My grandma also has a Twitter where y'all can hit up with questions. My mom has a Facebook. It's uh, Fonzie Mac Mom. That's her real name. Y'all can hit her up for questions. Let me know. You know what I mean? Gang Gang Incorporated. Yeah, and you can find me on Instagram uh, alongside all the music at uh, Very Special Ed. All, all different music platforms, Special Ed, Eddie Rodriguez, very Special Ed, search it up. Cool uh, shout out to Sound Posse, shout out to everybody that's helped mold me, build me as an artist, as a human being, as a man, etc. Uh, yeah, you can find me on, on, on everything, Eddie Rodriguez, very Special Ed, Special Ed, so, yeah. And as always, you can 
find Nitty's Knocker. Just type Nitty's Knocker on Google, Instagram, wherever. You know, it all comes together in one place. You can submit your music, your ideas. You can let us know how much you love your little brother because he got straight A's. You know, just whatever good news or positive things you have out there, just send it to us. We love to hear it. Um, and you can follow me on all of those accounts via Nitty's Knocker, as well as following the Nitty's Knocker promo page. This is a very important page to the development of Nitty's Knocker as a unit. This is where we post all of our events, all of our flyers for the show, um, the links to the different shows, uh, that we've archived already is there as well. And you can find Brent. I'm going to do it for him today because I don't feel like hearing him say it again because he hasn't changed. Yo, 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 yo. Usually, don't even. Don't find even. Me on the no. Law, but, you know, if I'm in the crib, you can find me on the Twitter or underscore damn can I live. You know what I'm saying? On, on the IG. Gang. Underscore damn can I live. You know, recently changed. You know what I'm When did you change it? Don't worry about all I of that. Because I definitely looked you don't up worry today about all and it was B.A. Don't worry about all that. Let's, have, let's go out. Let's go up. And until we talk to you guys next time, tune in every week to hear us live with Marie the DJ. We are starting a movement here for Nitty's Knocker. And until we talk to you lovelies next time, peace, love, and happiness. Take us out, Marie. Marie. We've been divided by an ocean, had a hundred things in motion, said you barely recognize me. Yeah, I've been gone for quite a while But can we just reconcile? No, I never meant to leave you I was busy, but I promise you the next time You won't feel like I forgot about you I know it's far, but just remember I'll be back home in November I won't miss you till I see the smoke